Hey guys, I'm Claire, and the amount of exes I have could field a baseball team. Hey guys, I'm Ashley, and the amount of <laughs> the amount of online dating matches I have could field that stadium. And we are two dimes, two cents. So me and Ashley are two college students in New York City, wrapping up senior year, living the life best as we can. Um, I'm 22, I'm from Long Island, and I'm an arts major, and I work in fashion. We just wanted to give a little background on ourselves. My name's Ashley. As I said before, I am 21 years old. I just moved into my first Manhattan apartment. I major in musical theater, and, you know, I'm here with my, my best friend Claire, living my best life. <laughs> so one thing that we wanted to really discuss throughout the entire season and all the episodes was dating in New York because obviously it's it's a big part of our lives as young college girls and it's fun and also not. It's sometimes really not. <laughs> it's, it's a pain in my ass half the time. But the good times make it all worth it. So we just wanted to start off our first episode with discussing the differences that we feel in online dating and dating traditionally. You know, someone could leave their number for you at Hooters on a receipt or, you know, you could meet a guy in the subway, but most likely they will get off at the stop just when you were telling yourself you're going to work up to the courage to talk to him. And then, you know, how to set up your profile, just all the different things, because we've been getting a lot of questions on that, and we told people that we were going to start recording. Yeah, so let's give me, like, a little background. So me and Claire, we are, like, very outgoing, very out there, fun, self-loved girls. So we have no shame. So we talk to a lot of our girlfriends about this. They're like, oh, how do you just go on a date from, like, an online dating app? Not even girlfriends. Our guy friends are yeah. the ones with the most questions. This, let's be real. There's more men out there that have questions about this than women. Exactly. But, so, you know, there are many different types of online dating apps. Let's go through them all. There's Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, um, The League, The Inner Circle, Plenty of Fish. Um, Is that even an app? Yeah, Plenty of Fish is apparently an app. Seeking Arrangements, if you're into oh, that. We can, seeking you know, Arrangements. We that'll can, be, that's a whole other episode. We can talk about that. And I just hit my knee so hard for my that very loud noise. I'm very sorry for y'all. But, yeah, so me and Claire have done plenty of experiments on, like, what we prefer. Do we want to date a guy traditionally? We both – we set out one day and we went on a – traditional date and we both went on a online dating app just to see the difference to compare what the dating style is and i think we it was a good experiment it was, it was we set out there we said you know what we're gonna do this show we need to commit to it we need to put some extra effort in so we both went out with a guy that we met in a traditional sense either at a bar or a restaurant or just in the grocery store on a friday night and then that saturday night we both went out with a guy that we met via hinge right we both used i think hinge. we both used hinge yeah um just on that like I had more fun on the online dating, I would say, for that weekend that we did all of that. I think I did, too. I just think I think what I like about online dating is most of the times when you're going out with somebody you met in the traditional sense, most of the times you know them mutually through somebody else. And so you've mm -hmm. had experiences and memories in the past. But I think there's something fresh and exciting about like going on a date with someone from an a online dating app. Yeah, it's a complete stranger. You don't know. You walk in, you're like, am I going to get killed? Am I going to get shot? Am I going to get roofied? Or am I going to have a great night and get laid? Like, you never really know you the difference. Know. But also, 100% uh, share your location with your girlfriends if you're going out with someone online dating. Doesn't matter if you're talking six months or six days. Definitely always share your location with a close friend. Um, you know, girls protect girls. Girls support girls. That's true. 
I think my favorite thing to talk about when we talk about, like, online dating is the profile. So, well, there's different... The reason I... Sorry to cut you off here, Ashley. The reason I like Hinge is because you see their age, you see their height, you see their occupation, you see the town they grew up, the town they live in now. Like, you find out so much just in that little part of Hinge that you're never going to find out from a Bumble profile or you're never going to find out from a Tinder profile. Tinder profile is going to have an Italian flag, say 6'2", <laughs> because that matters, and gym life. Like gym life. That's, that's all you're going to get because we're on Staten Island, just to clarify that. So that's what we're getting here on, you know, Bumble and Tinder. But Hinge, you get... They say, what's an embarrassing song in your Spotify? I love that. And a guy's answering saying, party in the USA. And you're like, oh, that's funny. I think what I like most about Hinge is all of those things. But I also like the aspect that, like, you can find out so much more on Hinge than any other dating site. Like, even, like, Bumble now is trying to, like, hop on the train where they're like, oh, do you want children? Like, we're all, like, okay, half the kids on this guy. I'm saying kids because even though we're all, like, in our 20s, we're 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 still goddamn kids. Yeah. We're like, I don't know if I want kids. Well, actually, I know I want kids. But, like, I'm 21 years old. The last thing I'm thinking about right now is kids. I'm figuring out, like, I don't know, how to, like, change a light bulb in my goddamn house. Like, I don't know how to do that bullshit. But I think what we need to talk about is setting up your dating profile. I am a... I look at a profile for two seconds. Okay. Two seconds max. Your See? first two pictures and your first response on Hinge is what I look at. If they're interesting, I'll look at the rest, like, where you're from, height. If you're from, like, North Jersey, because I'm on Staten Island, like, I'm not going to like you. Like, you could be the cutest guy ever, but I don't have a car. I'm not going to put myself through having to talk to you for X amount of days, only to be like, we're never actually going to meet up. That's true. I'm, like, I'm I'm a very practical online dater. I said before, I have enough exes to field a baseball team, which, if we counted them, that's a true fact. That is a true fact. So... I, I've met a lot of them through online dating, actually, and a, a decent amount of them also through traditional. So I think I have a good data points. Is that even a right way to say it? I have good data points on... She has data points. I have data points. I've done my research. I had a hypothesis. The whole, okay. the whole nine. See, I got the contrary to Claire. So Claire looks at a... a, a, a wow. Like, a I'm very practical. For, like, two seconds. She does a quick scan. I go through. I go through from top to bottom. I read your <laughs> answers. I look at your Instagram. So I have decided, I've created an algorithm. I'm telling you guys, I have looked at my guy friends' profiles. I've looked at my girlfriend's profiles. I have changed things on profiles of my friends to help them get more dates. So DM I'm, for inquiries? Yeah, DM <laughs> for inquiries. I will help you for sure. I am a personal, this is my personal setup. Your first photo needs to be a great self, I'm not even going to say a selfie. It needs to be a self portrait now guys this is not holding a fish or standing in front of a car or okay, looking not off gonna lie, i kind of like the fish okay well like you're fishing like you no, have, no, you have no, a passion no hang on the All fish right. photo can be in there we're okay with the fish photo. type it just can't be first <laughs> so you need to have that good self-portrait and if you're on hinge your first question needs to be something that proves you're well-rounded and you're mentally stable I had a girlfriend that she wrote, like, you know, something, something, something about being forever alone. And I was like, no, you can't post that because then they're going to be like, why the hell is this girl forever alone? Is she fucking crazy? Who knows? But you also, it's a very, this is why you have to DM for inquiries. There's so many different aspects of this that work. Um, you can't answer things too short. Because I'm telling you, I could think some guy's so cute and his answer's like, all right. But if all of his answers on Hinge are one or two words... I'm like, oh, he's not a very conversational guy. Like, our texts are going to be boring as fuck. Like, I'm not going to... Like, that's something that's a total turnoff to me. It's like, I'm not going to answer that or respond to your profile if you liked me or like you. If you could be the cutest guy in the world, but, like, if you're not conversational, 
I can just tell that by your two answers. That's true. I'm also now, I've noticed, look, I swipe, I figure it out, I look at it, I take it in, take it all in. I am over the guys that don't want to answer the questions and put an ellipsis yeah. as their answer. That I know you're just trying to bang then. I have no interest. Oh, speaking of, I set a thirst trap on my own hinge as, you know, the self-proclaimed genius that I am. The self-proclaimed genius. So obviously genius. I have, like, cute pictures on my hinge. I have cute little answers. So you can like the answers or the pictures, what have you. But I also put one... Like, bikini booty pic. Oh, you... Oh, okay, ladies. And if some guy likes it and doesn't write, like, oh, I've been to this beach or, like, something where it's, like, they, relatable, they're just trying to bang, and I know that. banging you. That's so I, it. So I set up a thirst trap on my own hinge to weed out Oh, I fuckers. set up the thirst trap, too. Okay, girls, if you want to know if a guy is generally interested in you... Or he just wants to bang. You need to have a thirst trap. You need to have something that he can like. But that's only for online dating. Oh, what about yeah. the girls that don't do online dating? That, okay, we'll that's get to thing. we'll get to that. But I'm gonna tell you Our right producer, now. Our producer, she's not an online dater. This is true. Our producer is not an online dater. We still love her very much. We 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 love the traditional method. But if you're doing a thirst trap on your dating profile, you must put it towards the bottom. So then you prove if they're really oh, my they're second really to less pick girl. You yes. Knew. Of you course, knew. it's the second to last pick because you need them to scroll. And if they're really, really just thirsty for a quick bang, they're going to scroll through that profile and see where that body photo is because every girl's got a body photo on her dating profile. That's what I'm saying. Now, let's transition into a more traditional method. Traditional method. So, my last boyfriend... I met traditionally, and that was because I'm a Hooters waitress, and he left his number for me on the receipt. And to be blunt, I get a number probably every shift, if not, well, every other shift, if not every shift. He is the only person I've ever texted that's left their number for me like that. And a lot of guys are even ballsier than that, and they'll just ask you when you drop off the check, like, oh, hey, can like, I get your number? And wow. I mean, you say yes, because they didn't tip you yet. So you got it. But... <laughs> you say yes because they didn't tip you yet. That, ladies, is how you finesse the system. Thank you. Um, but that was a traditional relationship, and he had never online dated because he had asked me. Like, we obviously were for, together for a little bit, so we discussed, like, our previous relationships, and that had come up where the, my past two or three at that point had been online, um, like, meeting them online. And... He was like, I've never done that. Oh my, like, that's that's weird to me, blah, blah. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, oh, I no. end up, you know, I end up, even if I don't meet the guy in two weeks of talking, I end up seeing them, like, the next weekend at the same bar that I was going to. Like, I, it, it ends up being the people who run in my, like, circle anyway without me noticing them right off the bat. But the online, I think, has dominated the world. Dominated the world. <laughs> So traditional has kind of been phasing out because think about it. When's the last time a guy approached you in a bar? When's the last time a guy approached you? Probably not going to do it in the supermarket, but he could. I like, think human being like communication skills are going down the drain because of online dating. Even though I am a big fan of online dating and I love it because, you know, it gives you the opportunity to meet people you wouldn't necessarily meet on a day-to-day basis or people that don't run in your circle or don't shop at your, your or grocery Or if you're just store. not... You're not a... I'm sorry. The, the biggest place to meet a guy is going to be in the nightlife scene. And if you're not one of those girls who likes the nightlife, online dating might be your best route. That's so true. But if you are a girl who goes out, then traditional dating should should be available to you. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. I'm not going to say it's like, oh, it's going to be there. It should be available to you. But it's also... Ladies, we believe it's a two-way street. 
If you th- if you think it a is. guy's cute in a bar, go up, walk right him. up to him. Because I'm telling you, your confidence to be able to go up to him, he's he's gonna be hard instantly. That's sexy. That's sexy. That's sexy to him. <laughs> you need that sexy. <laughs> you you need that sexy. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yes, be confident, be ballsy, guys. This goes for you too. Like I look, I am so tired of being at a bar. You're, like, um, let me paint a picture. I love painting a picture for y'all. You're at a bar. Close your eyes, everyone. You have, well, ladies, you probably have a vodka soda or a vodka crayon in your hand. Because, or if you're Claire McCaffrey, you have a craft or beer. Or you have a craft beer, if you're Claire, <laughs> in your hand. There's a group of men across the bar drinking really shitty beer, probably, like, Bud Lights. And you make eye contact with one of them. They give you a slight smirk. Then they look away. Then you look away. Then you look back. And you make that eye contact again. You go up. Do you it. go up to him. Because that pussy ain't going up to you. Sorry, boys. But I'm tired of that. When you're in a bar. Eight out of ten and a- times? What's the fraction on that? Two out of five? Yeah. Eight out of ten? Yeah. Yeah, that's two fives. Two-fifths of the time? They're not. They're not approaching you. I have literally gone up to men and been like, hey, you keep looking at me. What's up? <laughs> you just got to do it. Because as much as we love men, but... Men aren't as superior as women. Women, we can birth children. Again, makes us, <laughs> makes us far more superior. Okay, so as someone who traditionally, in my head, in theory, I can go up to the bar, I can go up to the guy, I can do it. Then I get there, and I'm like, oh my god, but my my lipstick isn't right, or oh my god, my boobs don't look perky enough, and I don't know what to do. And I know Ashley's done this a lot, so she has some... Some pickup, not pickup lines, if you will, but what do you say to a guy if you're going to approach him in the bar? Okay, usually um, what I do is if they're staring at me a lot, I'll just be like, hey, do I know you from somewhere? Even if I don't. Oh my God, that's genius. Genius. Wait, that's so smart. Genius. If they're looking at you and staring at you, they obviously want to talk to you because they either think you're cute or whatever. So I usually be like, oh, like, do I know you from somewhere? Done. Done. Then they'll be like, no, and I'll be like, oh, you kept looking at me, and like, I just thought I might have seen you somewhere around before. Bam. Conversation starter. Or you could give them another one. If you're really ballsy, you just say, hey, what's up? I'm not that ballsy. Bam. I like Nothing. to think I am, but I'm totally not. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they aren't ballsy, then they're going to be like awkward and be like, Nothing. And then turn around and talk to their friends. Then you walk away like a boss-ass bitch and you say, screw you, bye. Or, my personal favorite, you're out with your girlfriends. Your girlfriend starts chatting up some guy. Like, chatting him up. And you're like, oh, this is going good for her. Like, I'm being good wingman. Then you need to get away. You look for that cute boy in the bar. You look for him. Whatever your fancy is. Or a girl, whatever your fancy is. You walk up to her and you say, hey, my friend's talking to this guy over there and, like, I don't want to interrupt them. Like, do you care if I just, like, stand with you guys and, like, chat with you for a bit bam done in you're in literally i use these lines on the daily maybe this would be why i don't have great success in the traditional dating world i because i this is the first time ashley shared this information with me i i'm sorry claire because usually usually we're out together and usually usually we're out together i I just do these without even talking about them i'm just like okay i'm talking to someone or i'm off somewhere and then ashley just goes up so these are tactics i didn't know that ashley did while we were together and also, girls, this is what I need to, I, well, this is how I find common ground with men, and me and Claire both have a, our common ground with men thing, 
Claire is a craft beer whore in the best way possible. She, I'm a slut for those IPAs. Yeah, she's a slut for an IPA. She's got a beer account, American Blonde Ale. You should check it out. She shameless re- plug. She, I'm shameless plugging you. <laughs> but she reviews craft beers. So that is her common ground with men. She talks about it. My common ground with men is sports. I grew up with two brothers. So I grew up in a house where we watched football. My brother played hockey. I literally grew up in a hockey rink. I love hockey so, so much. So you need to find that common ground with men. Or if you like DC and Marvel movies, you should watch every single one and know them. I do. You should watch all the Star Wars and Star Treks. I have. You should watch all the Lord of the Ring movies. Fabulous film series. That is your common ground with men. You need to find your common ground. Guys, you need to find your common ground with women. I was going to say reverse. Like, like, I, right now, am not... I don't even know how to phrase this. Can I just say happening? I'm happening with someone. You're happening. I'm, I'm happening. happening. I'm, I'm happening a, with someone too. I'm so in New York. I'm actually happening with three people right now. I'm but happening anyway. with seven people, so we're on the same page. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not really happening with seven. But no, I, I have four dates this weekend with two men. But I'm happening. It's New York. We're young. Iconic. This is what we do. Um, but I'm really interested in art. Like I really like going to museums and seeing new exhibits. And Frida Kahlo is going to have a new exhibit opening in February in the Brooklyn Museum, and I'm very excited about it. And I've I'm convinced a- both of these both of these men this weekend, who have told me they are really not just they're not interested in art. They're not Broadway guys. They're not going to like see a show. I've told them both like, oh, I'm so excited about this exhibit. I didn't even say let's go. They both go, oh my god, we should totally go. Like Perf. we should do that. Okay. Girls love art. I love art. I'm a hoe for Monet. I think he is just, I could look at Monet paintings all day and just cry. But that's just my sensitive side coming up to you all. We are emotional animals. We are emotional animals. But this is what bothers me. I don't like when guys have like a like guard up around anything feminine. That is just like not attractive to me. No. Like I'm a theater major and. So I'll talk about Broadway shows with guys. And if I'm on a date with a guy and I talk about, like, something about Broadway or Broadway shows and they're like, ugh, I'm never going to see that. I'm never going to see a Broadway show. I'm like, screw you. You obviously got some issues where, like, you can't accept anything that's against, like, the gender norms and you got to, like, you know, prove your masculine pride. And insecurity isn't cute. Not in 2019. I almost said 2018. Not in 2019, 2019. kids. So embrace your feminine side. My dad cries at Mamma Mia. He loves Mamma Mia. We've watched Mamma Mia more times than I can count. Like, you need to embrace that. Find a common ground with them. I would say for anyone that needs to hear it, because we all do every, you know, couple months and we think we're smitten with someone. If someone is not willing to do things that you love and that make you happy, then they're just not the one for you. A yeah, guy you that, need to quit that. Like, <laughs> these, both of these men this weekend both said they would, like, they would go to see the Frida exhibit with me, which... They don't have any interest in going. No. They don't want to see, you know, Frida's self-portraits 15 times in a row in her different styles. But oh, I do. So and because I want to do it, they'll go. And that's that's how it should be. That is how A it guy be. that you say you're so excited about something or you can't wait to do something, and they're like, oh, that sounds fun. Like, you should do that. Or is not excited, doesn't want to go with you, doesn't want to be a part of that with you. He's not it. That's not it. Exactly. And a guy that wants to talk to you will. A guy that wants to do things with you will. You should never have to beg for it. I also think that if you give off bad vibes to the girl or man's group of friends, already, bad sign. Cut the cord. He's done. 
Because if your friends, the people that, like, are with you 24-7, that love you, support you unconditionally, no matter how many times you might screw up, do something stupid, you need those friends to like the man that you're with. Because at the end of the day, they know you almost better than you know yourself when you're in that, like, rose gold colored glasses I was going to say, moment. sometimes you're totally love blind. You're, like, you're so love blind. You're like, so this guy is fantastic. He's amazing. He's the greatest thing ever. The sex is great. You're digmatized. You're effing you. digmatized. But, I forget we can curse so, you. You're fucking digmatized. <laughs> so you always, always, always have to pay attention to what your friends say about the men you're with. But also take into account your friend's not the one going home with him at the end of the night. This is true. So your friends, your friends mean a lot. My best friend, her name's Janine. Hey, what's up, girl? I know you listen. She, she's the best thing in the world. She's, she knows me better than I know myself most of the time. But also, I know that whoever I'm with comes home with me at the end of the night and they could be a different person than they are around my friends because they could be nervous about big groups and they could not like the environment that I'm always in with them or certain things. Your girlfriends have a heavy weight, but they are not... They're not the end all be all. They're not the end all be all. Sorry, girlfriends. You follow your gut, ladies and gents and germs. How do your friends feel... What do your friends like when you go out with random random guys from online? Um, No, but this is the difference. My best friend, Molly, is an an introvert like she she is she's actually very very outgoing she says she's an introvert which sometimes i see it but most of the times i'm like sweetie you such an extrovert honey no like honey you thrive in social settings she is so fun when she goes out but she's more of like a like sometimes she just wants to sit in her room with her cup of tea because she's addicted to tea i've never seen a girl drink more tea in her entire life than this girl my kind of girl but she, like, will do more things that are, like, low-key and more about, like, you know, herself. Where I'm, like, a social creature. I thrive in social settings. I need to talk to people. I need to go do things. I can't. Sitting in my house alone, like, just drives me absolutely nuts. Like, I'll go yeah. out. And even if I'm not talking to anyone, I will go out just for the sole fact of being around people. Mm-hmm. So I'm very ballsy. And I'll go out. And, like, I'll hang out with a random guy. I'll go to drinks. I'll do whatever. And so she'll be like, Ashley, where are you? What's your location? And I know that, like, she's so, like, so, so good about it. And she, like, is so, like, she's like my mom in the best way possible. But it's always good to have a friend that's looking out for you You like need that, that friend. You, you never want a friend. friend that's, you never want a friend that's judgmental of those actions. Everyone has one. I'm in a group of five girls. Ashley has a group of girls. Everyone has a friend that's a mom. Everyone has a friend that's highly encouraging. Everyone has the friend that's a worrywart. Everyone has the friend that's of always a little questioning are you sure that's the best move? Are you sure you should be doing this? But those are all friends that you need. So I was just, I was just wanted to know how your friends felt about oh, Molly's super out. supportive of it. Like she just, all my friends have done online dating. Molly likes to know at the end of the day that I'm coming home alive. That is her biggest concern. She will text me and be like, "I see your location's moving. Where are you going?" Are and you that going? is like that's the best thing. You know, you want that friend to like support you and love you and you know make you feel good about yourself. So that's what I love. Which is awesome. Yeah. Because that's what you want. You want, obviously, we just spent a lot of time talking about the guys. No, about, like, we spent a lot of time talking about guys, different dating things, your profiles, whatnot. But it's important to, to, like, if, let's say you get in this relationship and this works out and you're having the best time ever and this guy is your end-all be-all, you cannot give up on your girlfriends. We all have that one friend who kind of, like, backs out of the friend group, stops showing up to girls' night, stops coming out for happy hour after work. Happy hour. (laughs) Yeah, stops coming out. And that's okay for, like, the little honeymoon phase. But then after, like, a little while, they have to realize, like, there's, like, your friends are still your friends. You don't need to spend every waking moment with them. But every two weeks, yeah, 
tell your boyfriend you can't do date night. Come out with the girls. That's still important. So balance. Balance. I hate. I hate when you have a friend that, you know, when they're single, they are always down for the good time. They're down for the high life. They're down for it all. And then the second they get, they get them wiped. cuffed, they get wiped, they get cuffed, they're gone. Gone. I have a guy friend that does that. When he's not dating. Oh, so do I. Oh, my God. When he's not dating a girl or hooking up with a girl, he is up my butt around the corner, like, wants to go out to dinner with me. Like, just his friends. Like, nothing. It works literally yeah. so platonic. Never kiss. Nothing. But he's, like, needs me to fill the, the girlfriend void. And I'm not even his girlfriend. But I understand that because I have some guys like that, too. But also, that's the same thing when the girl breaks up with her boyfriend or her boyfriend breaks up with his girlfriend. They the want girlfriend to wants that, to intro, infiltrate they, they the just, group. They just want, like, that... They just want that same companionship, so they turn to their friends, which then you're not used to it. Um, so it's, like, a lot on you at once. Yeah, I completely get that. I agree. I feel like it's good. But... <laughs> To conclude this whole rant about online dating, boys, bars, profiles, everything, I think you choose the method that works best for you. Whatever makes you feel most confident, most sexy, most beautiful, whatever that is, if it's going to a coffee shop and sitting there until that cute guy walks in and then being like, hey, what's up? You want to sit with me? Or if you want to like be at a bar and be like, what's up, baby? Or you want to go on that random-ass Tinder date or... We, all right, well, Tinder is so out. Don't go on Tinder, ladies and germs. It's just not fun anymore. I thought it was out, but I know people still using it. Apparently, it's still very, like, a thing. Okay, well, I'll do some research and get back to you on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, get on that date. Go out and meet that person for drinks. It's scary. It's fun. It's exhilarating. Always meet them in a public place. PSA. Um, you know, set up your profile app. Give yourself thirst traps. Do that. Points to take away. Be safe. Anything you do. <laughs> always always be safe always wear protection two di- okay <laughs> two dimes two cents very strong advocates of just be safe anything you do um our two cents for the day is be safe be safe and yeah. be confident our, our closing two cents be safe be confident do what makes you happy but put yourself out there and take a risk whether it's traditional whether it's online whether you're the one leaving your phone number or you're the one liking the guy and sending a message do it put it out there be confident. Be sexy. Be sassy. Be sassy. But and our last takeaway is have fun doing it. Don't make it a chore. Don't make it a burden. Dating should be fun. Of course, it's going to be difficult. Of course, you're going to be frustrated at some points. But you should overall be having fun. It should be a good experience. I think what I feel is like most people are worried that they'll be forever alone one day. But at if the you're end- not putting yourself out there, honey. You're not. You hundred percent of you, shots you don't take. You also just need to have fun with it. Like, enjoy the moment, and, you know, when something's supposed to happen, it's going to happen organically. You're going to meet the man in your dreams or the woman in your dreams or, you know, decide you're asexual all by yourself, and you're going to love it while you do it. So I personally believe that every relationship you encounter, or whether it's platonic, friendship, sexual, whatever, dating, you learn something. You learn something about yourself. You learn something about the people around you. You learn something about life. And that's what life is all about. Yes. And if you have any questions, comments, or general statements of our episode, or just, you know, want to chat and tell us anything that's on your mind, you can find us at Two Dimes Two Cents on Instagram, run by our dear Ashley and our producer, Stephanie. What's up? And once again, Slide guys. In. <laughs> once again, guys. I'm Claire. I'm Ashley. And thank you for listening to Two Dives, Two Cents.